Yes. Hello, and welcome to NOLO Time, episode 58. My name is Obed Velez, and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. That's right, it's Joel Young in the house. What's up, NOLO Time? We are so glad to be here with you for another great episode, and man, we're going to have like a long section. Stick with us, because we have a long session of gaming news today, so it's going to be really, uh, really full of a lot of information. Yeah, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Uh, not necessarily have a what's up, Joel. I didn't do anything special over the weekend. Uh, things are still, you know, kind of crazy and busy. So, um, well, I'll find some time and do some more new and exciting stuff. But I don't know if you have anything yeah. new to do. I mean, uh, same thing. I, I, I did. I did some cool stuff, but not necessarily stuff that like the podcast people might be interested in. I mean, I'm hmm. literally halfway through. <laughs> oh, a bit too much. <laughs> a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm saying I'm uh, halfway through the the finale of Cloak and Daggers. So once I get that done next week, I'll probably have a nice what's up with some other stuff going down uh, so I can give you guys some some knowledge drop on how I feel about the finale of Cloak and Dagger. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I, I mean, I, the only thing that I've done of interest is actually for the first time ever, I'm actually keeping up with, with Attack on Titan. So Attack on Titan season three started yep. uh, two weeks ago. So there's three episodes out. So I'm keeping up with it. It's like, I'm watching it. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching it the next day. Is out on country on Crunchyroll. I'm watching it. Uh, so far, it's very, very different from the other two. Uh, season one was spectacular. Like I would recommend everyone watch it because it is so good. And it's 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 the non anime because it's more of a it, it's more of a, a horror like an action drama slash horror thing in and and it's with sci fi and all. It's, it's so good. So season one, I highly recommend anyone, everyone watch it. Season two was good, uh, but there's a lot of questions at the end. I was like, where were this just going? And then season three is totally different. Like they're doing something very different. But you can tell, Joe, that the budget was increased because quality, animation quality definitely looks looks a lot better. Uh, not that it was bad because it wasn't, but uh, you can tell that they're they're actually putting in more money, which is always great. So. Um, pretty cool. Um, other than that, man, really don't have anything. <laughs> Next week, wow, what's up, guys? I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we do have uh, uh, some some news, and, and we're gonna jump right in. Uh, Joel, we got some news out of DC um, that they are actually is is this either is this proposed or is this greenlit the Supergirl movie? Okay, so according to the reports coming out, this movie is greenlit. This movie uh, already has a writer for the script that's already in. It's already being worked upon. Um, so they haven't announced the director. Um, it hasn't been formally announced to the public part of the DC slate, but from the report outlets, it's it's obviously I, I believe it to be true. Um, and it doesn't surprise me in the vein that as of recently, you know, we had a lot of news about uh, the Birds of Prey movie um, being in the works, you know, with Black Mask being the main villain for that movie. Um, people seeing DC take advantage of the fact that Marvel has not had uh, a solo female superhero film. And so they hit the, the iron hot by having Wonder Woman come out first. And in relation to the positive reaction to Wonder Woman... I believe they're thinking, well, we 
we may not be able to compete with Marvel on the quality of their films and the quality of their universe, but what we can compete with is people who are appreciating us taking an angle that Marvel hasn't, um, hasn't yet, I should say, because as we know, March uh, next year, we have Captain Marvel kicking off the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe for this next uh, phase. And then, but, and, then uh, uh, and I believe that we didn't talk about it, Joe, but I'm sorry to interrupt, but the Black Widow movie was announced that it is happening and we didn't talk about it on the podcast i think we were in this you know comic-con craziness and all that and and we were busy uh, we didn't touch on it but it is happening it is happening so marvel is getting into the game but i think <laughs> i personally believe that dc is scrambling to say maybe we can give because they do have powerful female superheroes marvel does too but I'm, i think dc has a little bit of an awareness of it and i think they're they're trying to hit the iron hot now mind you obed wonder woman and Birds of Prey are two very different things. Wonder Woman and Supergirl is a very different thing. This is post Zack Snyder. Remember, as much as people are like, what do you mean Zack Snyder? He didn't direct uh, Wonder Woman. He wrote the story for Wonder Woman. And not only he wrote the story, so the story is from him. But the yeah. other part of it that people also have to understand is Zack Snyder uh, is essential for the craftsmanship of the leads for these franchises. So he's the one himself and his wife, I should say, Deborah Snyder. Uh, they actually casted Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. So when Supergirl gets cast, it's not going to be a Zack Snyder, Deborah Snyder cast. It's going to be whoever that director or whoever is in charge in, in the DC films or the, the worlds of DC, <laughs> you know, um, you know, whoever, whoever that is, is going to, is going to choose this. Right. So, uh, that's going to be interesting how this all takes shape. It just shows me also the lack of direction that they have for them to be greenlighting a Supergirl movie, but yet we still don't have the Man of Steel sequel that people asked for. The movie that actually kickstarted this DC Cinematic Universe, um, it's it's very bizarre to me. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It's a weird announcement. But, uh, Obed, what's your thoughts on Supergirl joining the DC film slate? Um, well, we, we did see Supergirl... Uh, already back in the 80s, um, they attempted to bring Supergirl to the big screen, failed miserably. That movie is not good at all. Um, th I, th that's being said in, in like, all right, Superman 1 and 2 happened. They were good, they were good movies. Uh, I, I don't necessarily think they were great, but they are good and, and they are, you know, well thought off uh, versus Superman three and four, which I believe the Supergirl movie came in between three and four. I, I may be wrong, but it was right around the same time. Um, and, and it was not good. We've seen it before. Uh, the, ser the, the TV series, on the other hand, has been pretty successful. Unfortunately, CVS dropped it, but CW was uh, swooped in uh, because it, it, th that show was a very CW-esque show. Absolutely. For, for CBS, and and I think CBS maybe thought that that it wasn't a good fit, which I think they were right, and moved it, or CW took it, and it's been doing pretty good. I mean, it's what season four already on it. Yeah, it's been going for a while. Yeah, and, and it's it's doing okay, and I watched a couple episodes here and there, and it's it's okay. I mean, it's not offensive, you know. Uh, it's it's fine, <laughs> but. It's it's comparable to Smallville, right? We we think of Smallville as this, you know, a masterpiece of of, of television, and, and it's not. It's it's no, it, was, it, was, it not. was not good, especially like after season six, 
like six seasons, like seven, eight, nine were not good. Season ten, they they needed to make it good, make it good because it was last season. But um, but Smallville, you know, it was not great. Uh, it, and it, the news coming out about that recently is not great either. Uh, oh, oh my goodness! That's a whole yeah, we, we have Oh, I, I don't know if you saw the video with uh, uh, this guy that played uh, Lex Luthor. I forgot his name. Uh, Michael something. Oh, I forgot yeah. his name. So yeah, if you got, guys Google's a thing. If you want to Google like Smallville actors thing on news, just look it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we're not gonna talk about it. Uh, <laughs> PG. Um, so. Maybe, maybe they can again. And this is like I always give a DC the benefit of the doubt if they have the right writers and they have the right creative people behind it, it may be a good project. We saw the uh, like, we I think we both were pleasantly surprised with how um good Shazam looks. So, if they bring the right creative people, the right writers, and of course, the right director. Um, I, I think this would be a great opportunity for DC to bring another female director and 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 and, and carry this project, and that'll do really well for them. That's uh, good PR. So, right. if if they can if they can get the right people in, it may it may turn out to be a good project. Uh, are they going to maybe put this together with the the whatever the 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 the, the continuity? We I'm not going to call it the. Uh, the DCEU anymore, but the continuity that's already in place, we don't know. Maybe they can do that, and maybe that would they can do a Power Girl movie like in a in a few um, in a few years. So, you know, yeah, I'm I'm, pos- I'm positive about this too. I think the same way like you were you're responding, like it could be good. We don't know much yet. I actually would recommend to DC uh, <laughs> DC if you're listening to this podcast, I <laughs> right. I would recommend that they actually let Patty Jenkins not that she's making this movie, but let her kind of godfather it um, yeah. and, and form because of how well the success of Wonder Woman and the way she really created um, a great origin and great mythology around the the world that they inhabit for DC, right? I think it'd be an awesome thing if she could do the same for, for Supergirl and maybe, you know, kind of bring up the speed whoever the next director is, or maybe even let her choose who that director is going to be. Yeah, kind of like what Nolan did with the Man, Man of Steel, where he, exactly. where, where he helped out, you know, sort of like, I've been in this universe, I think this is the direction that you should take, you know, sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, that makes a lot of sense. Yep, absolutely. Yep, uh, Joe, the Oscars. I know that we watch it, right? You watch, you watch the Oscars, right? I watch the Oscars. I watch, I watch the Oscars. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's an annual thing. I watch it with my wife whenever it's on. Movies um, that I haven't heard of, I just watch it anyways. And that's a, yeah, and that is exactly the problem, right? That they are that they're that the Academy. Uh, is looking to address. Um, so we got some news today, Joe, that there are going to be some changes and some new categories. But to me, I, 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 I'm not too familiar with everything that's involved, Joel. But to me, the big one is uh, the best popular movie category that they've added um, to, to the Academy Awards. Um, and I think that they should have done this Eight years ago, but it's never too late, right? 
I have really strong feelings about this. Come on. Uh, you know, it's funny that they say, so that the title for this new category is Outstanding Achievement in Popular Films. Okay. That's the way it's worded, and I don't know the criteria, and everyone, everyone I've been researching online, everyone's saying we don't know what the criteria is yet. There's just the informal announcement being said. It is the title of what this new category is going to be. Just making assumptions of what it is, it's kind of a slap in the face to some of the movies that I consider that would fall into this category. Why do I say this? Because it's almost like you're saying you're not good enough to be you know, nominated in these other categories. So we got to put you in this category of like, you're the, the people like you. Like, we'll give you an award for being popular. The popularity contest is not what these things should be about. <laughs> it should be about the, the, what these things accomplish for cinema, for the future of cinema as a whole, right? For example, we talk about Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight series, right? Yep. What that did for cinema, it wasn't even about superheroes as a whole. You can watch those movies and have never known a lick about Batman. But if you understand um, the Joker, um, what they do with him, and this, you know, when you watch Dark Knight, it, it created this villainous, this, this, this wickedness, this, this, this character that we all were enthralled just to watch. And it, it did something to cinema where now actors to this day, after Heath Ledger's passing, to this day still reference his performance to say, I want to give a performance like this. There's something, and, and Nolan did something special to take these, this whole franchise in that direction. I, I think like it's almost like you, if, if that movie was to come out where this new category exists today, it's almost like you'd be saying like, it's it's just it's just it's a popular movie. It's a great great job on this popular movie. I I don't I don't appreciate it. Now am I saying it's a horrible thing? No, because it's still giving a recognition where they would never include these kinds of movies in any of the conversations. So at least it's gonna have it's gonna have a, a platform, right? But the platform that it's going to be on, all assumptions, I don't know the context of it yet, but based on the assumptions, I'm not too excited about. That's my opinion. Okay. So, Joe, before you were born, back in my day. Back in my day? <laughs> so, um, so when, when Beauty and the Beast came out in 1991, um, the Academy, the, the Beauty and the Beast, the original Beauty and the Beast got nominated for Best Picture. A lot of people, a lot of purists took issue with that, right? And and said, it's like, why is an animated movie nominated for Best Picture? I was like, well, it's a freaking great movie. That's that's it, you know. Um, that's, that's, that's all to it. Um, but that caused the, uh, the Academy to create best animated movie category where they put all the animated movies in and and they get and they get picked um i think again you're right in in and i and i agree with you that this movies that would have never been nominated will now get a platform in and, and get exposure i mean not that they need it right because yeah, it's so popular they're they're like you get a movie like um like, like, what? What's the Mission one that Impossible just came out? Yeah, Mission oh. Impossible just came out, right? Everyone knows about Mission Impossible, but then, uh, what was the movie that won last year? Was it Moonlight or uh, Moonlight? I think was the year before. The year before, I didn't see. I don't yeah. even remember which movie won this year. Ouch! It, it, 
and that's a problem. So, <laughs> so I. I <laughs> Oh, this is great. So, so I can tell you that Coco won Best Animated Picture. Wow. Because I freaking care about it. Right? Wow. Yeah. See? Yeah. Most people do. Yeah. I don't even. Yeah. So and 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 that you see that there there it is. That's that's the difference. Um I, I think that this is gonna give movies that are really good. Like, dude, I've been saying it like freaking winter soldier. It is such a great movie, and um, I and I wish that movie got the recognition it deserved because it is generally a great movie. Um, and, and again, we see movies like Black Panther again being a really good movie, and also having you know mass exposure and and acceptance. That I think I think the Academy needed to do this because I, for the last you know few years. It's definitely fell flat, and we're looking forward to the animated uh, pick, and we're looking forward to the music pick. But you know, when it comes to best movie, I mean, the last time that I saw a, a, a movie win best picture that I actually cared about was probably Return of the King. Lord oh yeah, Return of the King back in I believe two thousand five when they won. Yeah. Um, so. That was probably the last time I cared about a movie uh, that won Best Picture. So, by the way, it was Shape of Water that won last Shape, year. Shape of Water. Thank you, thank you. I should know because I, 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 I like Guillermo. I, yeah, I like I like Guillermo a lot. Uh, and, but it's it's one of those things, right? It's again, I haven't seen the movie. It's so, and, and it's not that I that I care about it. Is because it's you know I just. I would rather entertain myself with other things than maybe watch that movie. Maybe if it's on Netflix, I'll watch it. But I mean, I'm not gonna run out and buy it. You know, it's it's one of those movies that are you know one-off movies that you just watch once and and you know stash it. Um, so I'm not gonna go run out and buy it. It's like versus next Tuesday, Joel. When that thing drops, I already got my pre-order. <laughs> you got a pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> it's not no, a game, guys. It, it's dude, and it's funny because for the last two weeks, my wife's been asking me. It's like, "Hey, is Avengers out on Blu-ray?" Wow. Like, like, no, it's out on it's out on digital, but you can't rent it. You have to buy it. And I'm not gonna pay 25 bucks for digital. But your wife is asking for it. Yeah, dude. So. I mean, next Tuesday, I'm going to go gra and grab it. And I'll grab Solo, and I grab the movies that I care about that I'll probably watch a few times. But when it comes to this sort of, like, uh, you know, the broody dramas and the real-life dramas that most of the time get picked as big, best picture, I, I really don't care. I really don't care. I liked La La Land. I watched La La Land, and I really enjoyed it. I mean, but... I have zero interest in watching Moonlight, but if they say Black Panther is nominated for Best Popular Picture, that that's gonna get me hyped. It, <laughs> I mean, if if they say Deadpool two is gonna be nominated for Best Picture, I'm gonna be hyped. I mean, but yeah, I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. It's almost like you're saying like you're not. And it's my is my thing. I'll, I'll I'll say this last thing. I'll say that it's not that every superhero movie. Or even like every year 
a superhero movie should be nominated for best picture. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like there are certain ones that have come out within the last decade that get no more recognition exactly. than maybe their makeup and the sound or maybe even the special effects. Yep. That's literally the most maybe. Sometimes they get skipped altogether. The last time that I got excited about something actually getting some kind of recognition was last time with Logan. I was so happy for Logan getting rec recognized because that movie is so good. Well, it's real good. That's another one of those ones. I was like, how can this be nominated just for this thing? But I was happy for nonetheless to get some kind of recognition and the outside of the, the, you know, the special effects. Yeah, and the first Deadpool was nominated for a Golden Globe as best best picture as well. So, so it's progress, or like, like comedy, or like or like best comedy picture, or, or comedic, comedy. yeah, as drama slash comedy or something like that. Whatever that Golden Globes uh, categories are weird, but yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, Logan Logan was another one that was that that got us excited about 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 that, but. But then again, going back to it, like you mentioned, um, we go to The Dark Knight, uh, Winter Soldier, um, all these movies that are that are legitimately great films, and they do not get the recognition. So we may be able to, you know, see them get recognized now, and uh, you know, definitely deserving directors and 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 crew and cast that are involved with these pictures. So. You know, maybe that that'll you know give them some recognition. And that that being said, going back to my point, um, that could potentially bring more viewers to the show, which we know that it's been going down. Uh, you know, the younger generations are not really interested in the frou frou prices for movies uh, that it, that they don't care about. You know, they was like, oh, give me give me freaking Thanos and and. Uh, you know, Tom Cruise jumping an airplane or whatever the heck he's doing. So that's all they care about, you know. Um, and and I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I consider myself, I, I'm like a, I'm like a proto millennial, right? I'm like, a, I'm, I'm, all, I'm on the, I'm, I'm the, I'm the youngest Gen Xer, uh, the, the youngest Gen Xer, uh, you know, time. But, but I, I I'm, I'm, I get myself in, you know, the digital technology and, you know, the way I see things, I see things more as, you know, millennials do. And, you know, I get, I get a lot, dude, I get along with you and you're like, I, I could be like your uncle or something. He ousts himself <laughs> guys. He ousts himself. I never did it. <laughs> so like, like seriously, it, I, I do not care about this frou-frou stuff. It's like, I never cared about these dramas. I never care about these things that win, like, you know, best pictures, like best drama and like people, sick people in beds. Like, dude, like I love Tom Hanks. I don't care. I, I like, I don't care about Philadelphia. I know it's a great movie. I appreciate it for what it is. I just don't care about it. We can go back to a movie that I've that I've watched, and again, it's one of those one-off movies. That yes, this movie is absolutely a masterpiece. But you ask me if I want want to go ahead and watch it, I, I'm probably gonna go, go say no. And it's Schindler's List by Spielberg. It's yep. a masterpiece of yep. a movie. I watched it. I appreciate it for what it is, but I'm not it's like. I'm not in the Schindler's List fan club, you know. I'm the same way. I, I joke about this with so many people. I'm like, these movies are fantastic. Pursuit of Happiness, 12 Years a Slave. 
these fantastic yeah. movie. I saw the ones I never want to see them again in my life. I am so happy with them. Fantastic movie. I won't see it again. And that's just because of the emotions that you get watching this stuff. You know, I'm like, I, I want to go home and sit on my couch and have a have a laughing or whatever kind of time. I don't want to go home and cry, you know. It's yeah. And that's what the sense of it, right? That, that this is a very different kind of cinema. So they're each of their own, but but yeah, I, I'm with you there, buddy. On the Chinders <laughs> list and these guys, I was like, oh, great movie. Absolutely. Never gonna see it again. No, yeah, I, and I appreciate them for what they are, and and they are fantastic. But you know, I I'm not I I'm, you know I'm not gonna buy Chinders list hat or poster or <laughs> seriously. And I'm not I'm not again I'm not I'm not making this of. I'm not trying to make a joke of the movie because it's not. It's a very serious movie. Saying. It's a very oh, serious movie, and and it's fantastic in its depiction. Uh, you know, it's it's grit. Like, um, dude, uh, I, I'm gonna. I, I was like, uh, this movie that that. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little PG thirteen here, but but a movie that uh, that everyone was pluching for. It was freaking. A Wonderful Life by that Italian actor, I forgot his name, that won Best Picture uh, at the Oscars, and he was really excited and jumping, and I was like, uh, Antonio Benigni, I think that's the name of the actor, I can't remember, but everyone went nuts for that movie. It's like, alright, I need to watch this thing, because everyone's going crazy for it. Dude, I rented it, and, and, I remember, and I remember this vividly because I was dating my wife back then when we rented it on VHS and I watched it in one of our, you know, I went to, to her place one night and we watched it. And, and I was like, what the hell is this movie? I was like, this is the saddest, dumbest thing. I've, I mean, I know what's behind the movie and I know I, I appreciate, you know, uh, movie makers trying to tell me a World War II story, and I know how horrific of a time it was. But but damn it, dude! If you if you're gonna make me feel dead inside on a on my on my 25 minute drive back home, um, I, like, I like I don't I don't want to feel that. Right? It's not the movie that you go and put on and be like, all right, friends, we're gonna have a movie night this Friday night. Let's all put it on. It's a Wonderful Life, and we oh. all leave crying. Just like, like dude, sad. it's not it's not that not that kind of movie no, is the point. Exactly. You know, it's like it's like it's like the same thing with video games, right? You play video games to yep. escape the daily, you know, crap that you have to deal with. It's like, why would I play, you know, a a a, a realistic military shooter or something like that, you know? And that's the reason why Fortnite is so popular because it's a cartoony shooter with like completely unrealistic like building gimmick or and whatever and that's why i love you know my god of war and near and final fantasy and and all this other dragon ball all this stuff because i don't have to deal with the you know crap of everyday life and that's the same way i feel about movies joel and we're we're, we're going long on this one but but damn it. topic it's it's a good topic man um and 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 i think i think it's just you know uh, the value of cinema, the reason for cinema is for us to be entertained. Of course, you know, as an artistic expression, it was taken into, you know, some other places. And we're actually seeing that with games today as well. But at the same time, we still get, you know, our you know, bonkers, you know, action games that 
are you know completely unrealistic and all that stuff. Um, you know, I, I appreciate that you're trying to give me a message, and uh, I appreciate the work that you put behind it. I just don't care. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, my, I want to make it clear. Like, I'm not like trying to like you know take a dump on these movies. Like these, every each person can like what they like with these movies. That's the greatest thing about art. Like, with subjective. We can all have our opinions. And same thing with video games. If you like this video game, but I don't like it, it doesn't make my opinion better than yours. So I'm happy. You know, if people. If you if you love the Schindler's List, get the hat, get the poster, get the mug. <laughs> but as for Obed Nye. We will be get, uh, get the Liam Neeson autograph DVD copy or whatever. You do it. You yeah. do that. That's all I'm saying. It's just it's just different uh, differences in, in, in enjoyment. But uh, I think that's the other part. <laughs> Gosh, we're going on this one. But the other <laughs> part of it is like if we don't if we like something or let's just say it was flipped, right? Where the Academy these people voting were people like us, and the only movies that we put out there were superhero movies. But then there was this really awesome movie about this woman and her mop, you know, that like was done really well. <laughs> and I am referencing an actual movie. Some of you may even know what I'm talking about, but that's another thing. But anyways, like if it was one of the mop, and people were saying, well, why isn't this movies like this being nominated? It would feel flipped, right? So my point being is like, instead of picking, oh, these movies and these movies are, you know, these are the only kind of movies that should be, the only movies that shouldn't be. It's not about that. We're saying inclusion, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the that's the that's the thing. We need to uh, especially the academy, they need to be more inclusive on on their picks, considering that you know they they need to bring more people in and have more people engaged with what they're trying to do. So that's a um, great topic. Yeah, absolutely. We can we can go on on this one for a while, but uh, but we gotta we gotta move on, Jill. Only got uh, we go only got about twenty minutes left here. Come on, it's like, go hey, for but, it, man. Hey. Give us the gaming news. All right, so. Uh, no, just a, a real quick was I know that we talked about it briefly um, last time um, about uh, Sony uh, Sony's earnings. Uh, I I think that they are they're doing good, Joel. Again, uh, I, I the uh, the big thing here is that uh, company solid is on solid ground. Uh, Casserai left uh, left the company uh, with good standing uh, with cash. And and I think that uh, I'm I'm hoping uh, that his successor is gonna do um, well too. Big thing here, Joel, is that again their their uh, cell phones are not doing great, which is a shame because they're great products. It's just that here in the in the U.S. Um, they they really don't have a carrier that they can rely on and put these phones on. Um, but I know that they do well in Japan. Uh, they do have product placement actually on the Persona Five anime. Uh, the the phones are are Sony phones. They're the new model phones, so they do have product placements. Uh, I know that, that those phones do well in you know Asia overall and Europe, but unfortunately in, in North America they just don't have a carrier that um, would carry their phones. I know that AT and T carried them for a while, but they stopped hoping to see them actually get with a carrier and and put these devices out because they're good but other than that joel uh company's healthy um playstation is definitely ranking in the money for them it, it's great to see places like bloomberg and these other reputable companies recognizing the the exact correlation financially of the sales of playstation 
the the games that they're putting out as exclusives that were listed in this article from Bloomberg. You know, we're talking about Detroit Become Human and some of these other ones that came out, how it directly um, correlates to the success of Sony, showing that what they're doing there is really affecting them across the board as a business. So that's awesome when you get that kind of recognition. Yep. Uh, and, you know, again, I'm, I'm hoping to see the company progress and, and get back on track. Uh, looks like they're doing it. So so definitely good for them. Uh, Joe, but then over the weekend, Evo happened. A uh, bunch of craziness, right? It's, uh, it's one of those things that takes over the weekend. I, I did watch a bunch of it. Um, I did not see the Street Fighter Five finals because they were it, it was like two in the morning when they they actually got to it. Uh, again, uh, attendance was good, viewership was great. Uh, I believe that Dragon Ball topped around two hundred and ninety uh, viewers on Twitch Fantastic. for the for the finals. Yeah, and Street Fighter was around two sixty. So it did drop, and again, a street, street Fighter was probably because it was too damn late. Uh, it was, it was, it was just too much. I and mean, uh, who's gonna stay up, you know, in the, two in the morning until to watch it? So I did, I did watch like the, the following morning. Um, I, I actually uh, uh, I catched up and watched the the Street Fighter Five finals, uh, which was very interesting. Um, but we we did get some announcements and and reveals. Uh, of course, we got. The final two characters for Street Fighter V, G, and Sagat, uh, they are already out because they announced that on, uh, they announced it uh, Sunday night and they said available tomorrow um, and, and they're out. Uh, there's already people doing some crazy stuff with them online. I've watched a couple of videos today um, and definitely well received. Both of them, uh, G was well received. Um, he, he was, you know, he's a new character, mysterious character, so um, well received. And then Sagat, again, being a classic character, was was absolutely well received. He looks awesome; like his proportions look really cool. Um, and it looks like they did change some of his normal moves. Still has the same special moves, um, but it, it the, definitely they definitely made him a little bit beefier and. And he looks great. Um, I'm really excited. I think uh, Nick, the next weekend, I think I'm going to, I, and, and I, I may not have a lot of time, but uh, I, I think I'm going to try and jump in and, and take a look and, and try them out. There's probably a bunch of people online. Uh, there's new people coming in. So this is a good time to get into fighting games because right after Evo, uh, there's a bunch of new people online. And, That's and, awesome. And you can just play against new people. And if you're them, trying to beat them, and exactly, like if you're trying to rank up, that would be a great opportunity for you to start ranking up. Um, but yeah, um, Street Fighter is still doing great. The uh, the pay was good. I think um, the winner uh, for the Street Fighter event, um, Problem X, walked out with around forty five grand. So so it was a good payout for that. Uh, not too great for the other ones. I think Dragon Ball was around um, around seventeen, eighteen thousand, and Smash was around ten. So those were not great. But of course, you know, with Street Fighter, you get Capcom money. Um, but Arxis basically took over, man, because they are definitely taking over um, the fighting game scene. 
and they announced that they're going to have an, a separate event next year um, for their games. And they also announced that they are working on a new Guilty Gear for um, uh, coming out next year. So uh, they didn't say if this was going to be an expansion to um, XR or if this is going to be a brand new game. Um, my my prediction is that this is going to be a new game that they may be carrying over into next gen. Uh, for Street Fighter, going back real quick, I think this will be the last two characters that we see, Joel. Uh, rumor is that, that Capcom's already work, working on, ne on a next-gen Street Fighter. Uh, of course, those consoles are, you know, a couple years away, uh, but Capcom's already doing some work on that. And, uh, yeah, uh, so uh, the Arxis event's called Arc Revo World Tour, and they're going to have tours around uh, the, uh, basically around the world. I think they're coming to Orlando, Joel. I'm not 100% sure. But I'm almost certain that um, because of CEO, uh, this will be one of the stops. And yeah, I mean they're gonna have you know over a hundred grand in in prices and uh, bringing in new stuff. Uh, they just teased today uh, a new universe for uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. So this company's taking over, man. Uh, the job that Capcom used to do back in the '90s and early 2000s, Arxis is doing it now. So coins flipped. Like uh, Arxis was the, the the company back then that only had Guilty Gear back in the late late 90s, and Capcom had you know Street Fighter, Dark Souls, Marvel's Capcom, you know all these other games. So now it's flipped. Like now Arxis has a bunch of stuff, and Capcom just has Street Fighter. So <laughs> times change. Amazing. Um, but uh, there's some uh, there was some. Uh, some drama, Joe. Uh, two two things that I that I just want to talk about on the uh, uh, Smash um, finals. Uh, Leffen and uh, forgive me, I, I forgot the um, the other player. Uh, they started trolling the the crowd because I, I guess everyone hates Bayonetta on on Smash, and they started trolling the crowd by not playing. So they just sat there for a couple of minutes, and people started booing. Um, and and uh, it was not good. And man, the Smash community is toxic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, Sorry, you, guys, if you're a fan of this, yeah, you love Smash, Joel. But I love Smash. But man, seriously, you got you guys need to grow up. <laughs> hey, hey, don't group me. Don't group me in a trolling community. Oh, the, yeah. I did just go on a rant about yeah. Oscar movies. Yeah, exactly. You Gamergate people, we're all in the same boat, right? It doesn't matter. Oh, uh, um, so, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So they troll the audience, and then one thing that was uh, kind of uh, controversial was the uh, the the Dragon Ball Fighters Z finals um, between Goichi and Sonic Fox. Um, Goichi actually reset the bracket and, you know, coming from loser's bracket, which Sonic Fox actually beat him first, sent him to the loser's bracket. Goichi came back and did grand finals, had to reset the bracket. He reset the bracket. Um, but then Sonic Fox asked for uh, a seat swap and you know they went on coin toss and uh, on a on a on a coin toss. I'm sorry, and and whatnot, and they ended up swapping seats. 
Um, that created a spot of about, I want to say, five, six minutes where they didn't play. And then they switched spots. And then Sonic Fox uh, basically swept Goichi on uh, the rest of the uh, uh, of the match. So Sonic Fox went on to win Grand Finals of Dragon Ball Fighter Z, um, and a lot of people was like, "Oh, he cheated because he swapped, you know, seat swapping and whatnot." I mean, it's in the rules, and you know, it, it just Goichi is is you know they're the two top players in the world, like no question, right? So to for them to beat each other. It definitely takes a lot of skills, so it's just awesome. not—it's just not luck. Uh, so uh, just a, uh, but you know, uh, something that uh, could be seen as a little bit controversial, but you know, it's no—it's no secret that that Sonic Fox is is a furry, right? Um, so when he when he won uh, the event, uh, he tweeted something that you know uh, a lot of a lot of people were a lot and were not happy because he won. So he trolled haters back saying, I'm gay. Also the best DBC, uh, DBFC player in this effing planet. Don't forget it. So Taking a lot of pride in his winning and getting attention on his Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that in esports, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You can do yeah. that in esports. You, you can get that, that sort of, you know, bragging rights. Uh, but, you know, of, of course, you know, Sonic Fox is. Uh, you know, uh, he's part of the LGBT community and and, and he's well liked um, in the fighting game community oh, oh, as a whole. So uh, he is very interesting to see play, Joel. I, uh, I mentioned it that I watched him last year when I went to the CEO event uh, play Marvel and he's really good. You know, he's a young kid and, you know, has the, the skill to back up his, you know, his mouth. So definitely, you know, uh, one of the one of the the heels out there, uh, but also a hero to some. So um, good for him. Uh, and then uh, the the guy that uh, beat Tokido um, for the Street Fighter event, also um, uh, Player X, uh, Problem X. I'm sorry. Uh, he uh, this was the first time that I seen him on anything, so that was pretty surprising to me. Um, but then uh, Leffen went and watched uh, one Smash. For uh, no super big secret on that one, Leffen's one of the best players in the world, also very outspoken. Um, and he's also a great um, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter C player. Do you remember that video that I showed you? Yes, I do. Uh, uh, him versus Goichi, where Goichi yep. just blocked for a minute and a half. That was, a, that was an awesome match. So That was uh, fantastic. So he's, he's a great player. But he missed Dragon Ball because it was... Uh, Scheduled scheduling conflict conflicts between Dragon Ball and Smash. He picked Smash because that's his forte, and he ended up winning uh, the entire thing. So uh, good for him. Uh, but just going, uh, just going back to uh, some of the announcements, Joel. Uh, so we got you know a little bit from Capcom. Uh, we got a very the uh, inflated announcement from uh tekken uh about negan from the walking dead being in tekken 7 um the, this was not super super well received because not a lot of people care about walking dead anymore <laughs> and uh they should have gone with another guest character from another game that's my opinion but you know if um amc is willing to put the bunny 
uh, and and make a character for Tekken, uh, you know, and, and put it on on the on the game, you know, that's that's up for them, right? But um, uh, yeah, that's gonna be a thing. There's no no gameplay or or footage of um, Negan yet. Uh, they also announced uh, two more characters, um, Anna Williams and Lei Wulong, that are coming to Tekken Seven Season Two. Uh, no other crazy. Um, uh, other uh, other crazy announcements. You know, the one that was really funny was uh, a, a female version of Terry Bogard being on uh, the uh, Cutie Fighter from uh, from SNK. Uh, that's coming out later this year. Uh, but yo, let's talk about uh, freaking Smash Bros. Smash Bros. Man and that direct wow. that came out this morning. All right, Nintendo Direct this morning. Wow. Yeah. So, Joe, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start from the bottom. Uh, Joel, if you have a Switch, would you buy that bundle? Yeah, I, I would. Cons- I would actually consider buying that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it comes with the adapter and the GameCube controller and the game. Because, because I think mostly because of the controller. Being honest, yeah, looks pretty cool though. I mean, it's a good color, good package, looks fine. Uh, yeah, so that that's pretty neat. So they did announce that bundle uh, that's coming out, um, but the uh, the big ones are are the reveals, Joel. So um, they reveal some more gameplay changes, right? Uh, and we're not gonna go into detail on those. Uh, but the uh, but Konami, it's back on the news because uh, apparently Castlevania's not dead because uh, they're bringing Simon Belmont and uh, Richter Belmont to. Smash and, the, and the castle they're also bringing as a location. Yep, castle has a location. Uh, I think Dracula is going to be a boss. I think the Green Reaper is going to be a boss based on what we saw. So, yep. uh, man, it's... That was it's a final in- Luigi video in the beginning. Yeah, that video was, was really charming with Luigi, yeah. kind of like a Luigi's Mansion type of thing, and he was actually... <laughs> Actually, the castle, and then he gets killed by the green. Yes, yes, and that's when Simon comes out, flips his thing off. Yeah, so uh, so it was was pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, so uh, no, no, uh, uh, no, not a lot of details on that, but that they did show uh, uh, some pretty good gameplay on both, uh, and uh, they they look uh, they they look pretty nice, man, and they they look they look good. Um, but and then the other, the other literally big one uh, is King K. Rule from Donkey Kong Country is going to be uh, coming into Smash. Joe, what do you think of that one, man? Oh, fantastic, man! I just like it's the it's the amount of characters that they just keep throwing into this. I'm like, I'm gonna spend so much time on this thing. I already like it. I already know like this is this is the selling point. I told you, Obed, like when I see the Switch get. Smash Brothers, and we knew this was coming from announcements, and you know it's been a while now, right? But mm-hmm. the day this thing is out, it's I'm gonna put so much time to this. It's gonna be ridiculous. Yeah, and then 105 stages, over like 800 oh. music tracks. Is it's ridiculous? It's um, gonna be a lot. Yeah, and I, 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 I stage, nice. Yeah, so they're they're and they're adding like they're remastering all those stages too. So they're mm-hmm. not just boarding those from GameCube and and Wii. They're actually remastering everything. Yep. Um. It, it looks really nice. And then that that stage morphing they showed was awesome, dude. Fantastic. That was great. Um. 
Yeah, this game is gonna this game is gonna do really really well. Um, I'm I'm curious to see how that's gonna be during Evo next year because <laughs> this game's oh, probably yeah, gonna yeah. be on Evo next year. It come out comes out in December. It comes out early. Um, so sweaty competitors get ready. I know. Yeah, yeah. Man, I wish the Smash community was a little more forgiving. No. <laughs> Seriously, Keep throwing shade at that no, this community, I, man. man. I mean, it's Smash is it's a it's a good game, right? And it's a fun game. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be this thing. It is fun that you play with your family and your friends and whatnot, and 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 people just take things too seriously, in my opinion. So just oh, not, of course. It's the to. game. It's the game that's divided friendships, man. I know. I know. <laughs> I've heard the stories. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Uh, so yeah, I mean we'll we'll see. Uh, I know that this this is gonna do really well, but we'll see how it does on the competitive scene. I know that is probably gonna be is gonna be well received, and then we're gonna see a lot of players again carrying their GameCube controllers around, and um, it being a thing. So, um, yep, awesome. Yeah, I'm the, yeah, man. I'm I'm uh, I'm sorry. I got a lot of good stuff to look forward to between Spider Man coming and. Of course, Assassin's Creed's coming, and man, I forgot about Assassin's Creed. I know you did, but I didn't. Yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> not, not Joel. No, not Joel. Joel, don't forget about it. I won't. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. When's that coming out? Uh, November? I believe November. Okay. Yeah, I believe November. All right. Uh, man, it's yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting. Uh, few months here until until uh you know the, the holiday season yeah. a lot of re- lot of releases a lot of good stuff out there and the next year january's packed february's packed like october year, 5th i just fact checked october 5th okay it's like a month after spider-man not even a couple of weeks after right yeah yep, right away do your wallet it's gonna i happen. know in my time <laughs> and yeah and your time. It's like me in January next year. It's going to be Kingdom Hearts and uh, Resident Evil 2 on the same week. So it's going to be it's going to be messed up. I'm sorry, guys. There we go. I'm back. I'm alive. Yes, he's back. Yeah. Yeah, we were having a little bit of a thunderstorm earlier, so it's probably shaking up our internets over here. Yeah. Internets. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Joe, that's what I got. If you don't, if you don't have anything else, man, let's wrap this thing up. That's what I got for you guys. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen and spend it with us here on No Load Time. We're always happy to have you, and we want you to stay connected. You can always use a friend, right? So stay connected to No Load Time by following us on social media at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And Twitter. Also, we want to make sure you're subscribed so you always get the latest episodes as they come out. So go ahead and subscribe to the show via podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. For our video versions, you can subscribe on YouTube. And then we also want to ask you guys, if you're a subscriber on iTunes, to drop us a review. That helps us out as we get the word out about all the stuff we're doing here on No Low Time. Additionally to all of that, we want you to know that you can always communicate with us. So we look forward to hearing feedback from you. You can shoot an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Maybe you've got a, a strong opinion about what we talked about today between uh, maybe something going on at esports, some, our, our feelings.
Ms. Vasquez, the Oscars, whatever. Uh, go ahead and send us your feedback or maybe a question or topic you want us to talk about in a future episode. We may take time out to discuss it. But, guys, it's always great to be with you, and we look forward to joining you on the next episode of No Look Time. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you again on the next episode.